and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities. My name is Brent. With me today, special guest, guys, not Mallory. Mallory's off today. She's taking care of some kids' stuff. Uh, it is my friend Andrew. Hey. Uh, the other, the only other full-time staff member of Eastlake Tri-Cities uh, and yeah. the guy who makes this podcast. He's He's typically the one that makes this sound good for all of you. Uh, through the balance, have to auto tune his voice. Yeah, so it sounds auto, good. the auto tune. Uh, he is uh, who's the who's the rapper that does the auto tune? T Pain. Yeah, he's the he's my T Pain. Silly famous one for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and uh, he also is the tech extraordinaire for Sunday mornings. Uh, he runs his main role here at the at the uh, at the church and uh, within within the organization is really managing outside theater stuff. Um, manages the uptown theater operations. Um, meets with outside people coming in to do contracts and walkthroughs and scheduling and blah 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 blah. All the junk that is that makes this thing work. And uh, last but not least, our coffee uh, expertise. So if you show up on Sundays and love our coffee. You have probably Andrew to thank for at least the choice of the beans and the process. Yeah, he's slipping, slipping. That's gonna be the whole time. That's slipping all I'm gonna on say. it right now. We have very different mugs on the table, everybody. I yeah, Brent this has earlier. a forty-eight ounce uh, roasters <laughs> coffee mug, and I have an eight ounce. Um, it is the uh, stone one. The, he's got hall. like it's a hall. He's hall got mug. a small shot glass of coffee. <laughs> uh, he's taking his shot. I have the largest mug Roasters has ever produced. I think it was built to like actually be a part of a gift set where you put an entire pound of coffee bag inside <laughs> of it and then wrap it up, and then they don't expect you to actually use it as a coffee mug, and I did. I no, they do. definitely expect you to use that as a coffee mug. <laughs> Um, so anyways, very different styles. Um, Andrew has been one of probably the largest influencer on my coffee tastes uh, my, the evolution of coffee for me over the last uh, couple of years. You've been with us, what, three years now? Two years? Two years. Well, I've been doing events for four years. Okay. Like running sound for him. Yeah, because he was working mugs. at the local. Here's here's how we kind of ran into each other. A little backstory for those of you who don't know who Andrew is. I was working at the local, and Chris and I and Gary were trying to like manage this theater. And Ann, too, were trying to run this theater side of things. And uh, we kept trying to hire people who knew what they were talking about when it came to sound. And we could trust like with the building <laughs> while we weren't here. And Andrew was on the short list. And... Uh, then it kind of came down to where we felt like we needed to probably we were getting enough events where it wasn't so one off. We needed consistency in it, uh, and he was at the top of our list. Didn't know it. We just kept recruiting him, and he had a, you know working full time at a coffee shop. And we were like, "Come run our theater for us!" And uh, lo and behold, two years later, here we are. Yeah, I remember having the conversation of uh, with Chris about how I shouldn't work so much at the theater. Like he made me take like two weeks on, two weeks off. Yeah. Kind of like one event a month. Well, because you were still doing like 30, 40 hours at the coffee shop too, right? Yes, it was 40. I was yeah. managing over there. So yeah, it would be like, and I say managing and so loosely, it was like, if somebody called in sick, you would be the one to be there is what that meant by yeah. managing at the local. Right. Um, but yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but in music's always been a big thing for you. So yeah. this was an easy transit. I mean, coffee's been a big thing, but music's been a big thing. Uh, where do they rank for you? Where would you say your level of like, I don't know, interest, uh, so passion. I got my first guitar when I was eight and I learned the chords and then I never touched it again, but I had a harmonica that I would just blow on forever. And then 
I started drinking. You coffee. look like a harmonica guy. Yeah. I don't. There's something about. I you. do like Bob Dylan. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, I was. 13 when I started drinking coffee. Um, and I got my first electric guitar two months after that. So I don't know if that tells anything about sure where music and coffee fall. I mean, I know they go together, right? A lot of times it's like, you know, you play music at a coffee You don't want to do cocaine, but you want... Right. Yeah. I want something like I can actually, like, you know, continue to have a life with and like a long-term <laughs> future with. Um, coffee's a much better option than, than cocaine. So. My, my first coffee story, though, was really briefly. Um, I was... 13 my parents went out of town and they hadn't drank coffee in four years and i was watching my brother play world of warcraft who was 16 at the time and he uh it's not fun to watch somebody play world of warcraft (laughs) if you've ever done that (laughs) and i was like getting hungry and i was like looking through the freezer and there's a bag of starbucks decaf that was like frozen yeah my parents used to put it in the freezer too. so gross yeah um but, you know, it's four years old. Oh, yeah. Starbucks decaf, that's four years old. Classic. And I go into the ca- camping supplies, and I just, like, need to make coffee for some reason. No idea why. You just made the worst and, cup of coffee and ever. And so I go find, like, the pour-over, <laughs> like, the Starbucks gold filter from the uh, um, camping s- supplies, which we haven't touched probably in four years, too. So, And I just, like, paper filter, nothing. I ground half this full bag oh yeah like half of it because you have no idea yeah no idea at all right anything and so it's in there and i pour like just water to the top and just watch it just immediately fall through because it's a blade grinder brewed in like a minute (laughs) and i'm like this is so good aaron this is so good and he's like that's the grossest thing like what are you doing (laughs) like coffee's disgusting (laughs) and he still hates coffee and i love coffee so there you go you got hooked right uh early on uh thanks world of warcraft yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, if, uh, and you also play in our band too. So you might see him yeah, playing uh, the bass guitar up with the band and, or behind the soundboard. Um, I brought him in today um, because, uh, well, one, we just didn't have Mallory and Megan said, no, stop calling me, texting me. Uh, and then my wife was like, is there anybody else? Uh, so I'm not saying <laughs> you're the last option. <laughs> I just think it's, it is fun. It's good to have. Yeah. Like, I keep telling people, I'll be like, hey, um, they'll come up to me and be like, hey, do you know where this is at? And I'm like, no, go find Andrew. And they'll be like, I don't know who he is. And I'm like, how do you not know who he is? Like, there's only two of us that work here. <laughs> like, it's the it's the guy with the long hair. Like, go find him. Like, you were trying to do that thing the other day, and his hand was just reaching behind your back and doing it for you? Yes, that's, that, that's that guy. the guy. That guy. The, yeah, yeah, that exactly. Um, go, go find him. So, anyways... Um, Fun to have him up here. Um, he uh, listened. He well, when I asked him to do this, he goes, "Well, I'm gonna have to go listen to the last two weeks of talks." Um, and I said, and I thought to myself, "Why you're in the room for all of this? Like you're in the back sound area." But I I know that his mind is in other places as he's back there. Well, I wasn't actually the last two weeks. Um, this last week, I took a nap because I was tired. Oh yeah, we played a show in Walla Walla the night before, and I got home in like two. Yeah. Come back at six. Yeah. Um, and well, then, and then I thought maybe you and Gary were just playing the Nintendo Switch in the lobby during that did happen. talk, yeah. which is why the slides were behind a little bit on some things. But And then uh, the week before that, Francis was losing his mind. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which is my son, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, good. We uh, we did part uh, two of our series, Greener Pastures, a series on divorce breakups uh, and uh, why mom was right about him or her. Just basically a series on hope. Uh, we talked a little bit about the commencement um, speech uh, of Jesus in uh, uh, John chapter 14 through 16 and how it coincided in lots of crossover with my wife's recent speech about leaving her her kids behind or, or our kids, her kids, our kids behind. Uh, on a trip, and then the closing part of his uh, statement uh, about it, and the whole idea was understanding and really getting to the spot where uh, last week I introduced Paul's concept of hope and why we can hope, uh, and I didn't want Paul to look like he was out kind of creating creating hope out of nothing because we kind of do this like a, it's a human tendency. We're, we're creatures of hope, so we try and um, we try and make sense of things that don't make sense, and it makes us feel better if the, the like that there's a conspiracy theory behind it. And uh, you know, you've seen this, Andrew. I'm sure with 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 people uh, as well of just like I use the example of my daughter and Kobe's recent death and eight twenty four. These numbers, it's like this weird like uh, you know beautiful mind sort of process coming along, being like I don't know how to make sense. So a default, a safeguard for me is to work these things into this spot because I'm so desperate for, uh, for hope. And Andrew's one of the most cynical people I know, um, in a good way. Like, I feel like I'm cynical too, but we're both like not depressed cynical. Like I think we're very optimistic people, but like, yeah, somewhere in there, (laughs) you and Um, I both, uh, I think have the ability. And I think that the connection that we have is that we see, we see certain situations or people and we both can kind of, I don't know, see through some of it and be like, can you believe that that took place? Like we had somebody come and do a tour yesterday <laughs> and I, I won't go into any names. Um, but after they left, Andrew and I both kind of like, oh man, there it is. I don't know. <laughs> there's there's yeah, like well, certain it was ways like, of it people was like doing life. Coworkers. You know and, what I mean? Yeah. Like exp- help, yeah. walk me through what we're talking about. Um, It's... You, you, okay, it's like being, me, being, I'll give you an it's, example. It's, it's being able to laugh and not judge, I guess. It's being yeah. like, like, I mean, and that's like... Live and let a, live, right? That's, that's obviously, it doesn't really make any sense. But like but, on, we got in the car yesterday to go to lunch, and uh, I said something about the, the Super Bowl party, and I had mentioned uh, Kagan next door doing um, some some deals for our, our team, and, and you are... You pull no punches. You say, yeah, that sounded like an ad. It definitely sounded like an ad, yeah. So you need to not do that in the future. Like, yeah. you've always been telling, you've always been good at telling me what I think is legit critique, but, like, because you want it to be better and yeah. you have friends who are, like, super skeptical of church. All my friends. Actually, I have no close Christian friends. Yeah, right. Um, and so it's it's very... Uh, insightful to me for you to be like, hey, um, these videos uh, make Christians laugh, but not my non-Christian friends. Or like this music, or this the 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 way that this these songs work. Um, I don't know that my friends would enjoy this kind of thing. So it, it's always very very challenging. And Andrew is actually uh, in the process of helping us uh, come up with a good secret so- uh, secret shopper system too. Uh, to be able to have uh, people like his friends and like people who, you know. Yeah, motivate people with money to uh, tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah, With money? They have money? 
No, we're giving them. Money. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, motivate them with just money. a little bit. Get, yeah, a just lunch, sprinkling like them a, with uh, like... with ten or twenty. Yeah, I don't want people to think that this is a get rich pyramid scheme thing. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're willing to pay you in gift cards to come tell us what's wrong yeah, with what exactly. we're doing. Um, so or anyways. just what? Yeah, what, but if what, you're listening to this your... podcast, you don't qualify because you're already in. Probably. Yeah, you can't. Don't. Sorry, if if you heard it on here, you're not getting accepted. Yeah, we're the... not. We we nice try, but uh, we're not going to make that happen. I mean, I can cut that out too. We can. Uh, no, no, I love it. Leave it all in there. Huh? This is good. <clears throat> we um, never cut anything out. You don't uh, listen to these podcasts. I cut a like whole. I listen to it so. every week, every single week. Okay. Um, I don't actually. <laughs> Just press play and go with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what were we talking about? Yeah. Well, I kind of introduced the the topic from Sunday, and then I kind of wanted to just. I I I know that like. The talks piece, because um, you kept asking me like, "What am I? What are we going to talk about?" I don't. I'm not interested in sharing and talking about you know what you had to talk about on Sunday. And I know this is a follow up podcast from Sunday. Um, however, uh, I think there's just a bunch of like I would prefer instead of maybe the talk this week that uh, for the rest of our time we talk about like as a church, you have lots of insights for making it continue to be a church for unchurched people and how we operate the theater i'd love for people to who don't know because we get this all the time like is this a church is this a theater what is this what's the relationship and it is complicated it's complex it's different it's weird i don't know anybody else that's really doing it like the way that we're doing it um yeah and you see both sides of that um depending on how you answer it really does affect how people view eastlake and the theater um, the really easy one is you have like high schoolers walk in on yep. their skateboard. Well, what is this place? What is this place? Oh, right. it's a church. Oh, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, oh, it's an event center that hosts a church on Sundays. It's ran by the church, but we have a lot of shows. Oh, that's cool. Can I walk around? Just like that different. Maybe it's not, I'm not lying to people because that's what it is, but there's this whole like, mentality that can flip with people when you say like we're doing something you're interested in and you're like we're not just trying to like get you to drink the punch correct and so like we don't even own punch as far as i know maybe you have some tucked away somewhere but uh we yeah the, the tech team does have punch <laughs> oh the the band for uh <laughs> <laughs> the band for christmas eve rehearsals definitely had uh some punch. Yeah, that was a... That we found. I found a, uh, what, maybe three shots left of a Kraken in the uh, in the bar on Sunday? I said, yes, what in the there world? was definitely most of and two Andrew said this was the second of Kraken one. drank <laughs> between Christmas Eve and Christmas, or Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve. Yeah, crazy guys. Uh, so, so, okay, so, I mean, what's, what's the... Uh, Give us the the lowdown of what you feel like the local music scene is in here in the Tri Cities and what the theater, uh, from your side of like the business side of the Uptown Theater is trying to do to change, maybe or enhance that. Um, what have you seen? You've been around the Tri Cities your whole life, right? Yeah, it's you've been in music. You're in currently in a band. Yeah, Depth Charger. You've played multiple shows here. You've done shows in Portland. Just finished one in Walla Walla. You guys are. Sort of like this mid on tour, but not like every week, but like you're still touring with the new album. Yeah. So we put an album last summer. Um, on Spotify. Yeah. Take a listen. Depth Charger. Depth Charger. On yeah. The album's hands. Um, yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. We uh, good, the ad. Hashtag yep. ad. Moving yep, on. There it is. Um, also, Kagan's is a really good uh, cup of coffee. 
It, it is. It's a really good cup. I I love Kagan. So yes. Anyways, um, continue. Local music scene. What would you say? Yeah. Would you say the Tri Cities is known it's, nationally? For no, our absolutely music scene? not. Um, um I don't, it's really tough. It's really weird. It's growing up here. It was like we're in the middle of nowhere, and this is like there's nothing here, and we're like. There's like all we had literally. was Ray's Golden Lion, and even that closed, right? And I know yeah, that, we that had... closed after high school for me. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I know Emerald does a ton of stuff next door, and we love Dara and the team. Yeah, there. but back They're in awesome. high back in high school, yeah, um, the Emerald is just barely. They did a couple shows and they did some dinner stuff, and yeah. Dara was involved in coming back from Seattle. Yeah, but in high school, it felt like nothing. Like there was like you're like in the middle of a desert, and you're trying to like find anybody so you force your brother and your friend to play uh music with you and then somehow you meet somebody else and uh somebody else and then there was this thing called getman getman hall which was a like lgbtq i that's not the actual abbreviation for that or is it all right i don't know what you're talking about anyways yeah accepting church oh okay back in you know 2008 that would host through C.A. Hearst, they would host shows. Um, I met a ton of people that did music back then, like all over the place. Um, and they're all local. A lot of them were really bad. My band was really bad at the time. <laughs> um, but that's why I met the singer of Depth Charger, Kevin. He was playing in a band called Snow Golem. And anyways, he... Uh, so just a ton of friends through there. And then you start to realize something happens but that's after four years of looking for it. So that's what the music scene around here feels like a lot of the time is like, why aren't there just flyers on the street and I can just go to a show and like people will be nice and talk and everyone has to like, it feels like you have to learn how to be at a show around here. There's not like people don't just know you go to like a hip hop show and people are just standing there like, uh, do I move? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. When I watched this on YouTube, I didn't need to move, but now do I move? Do you think that's changed things in terms of going to live shows is the ability to just, I can YouTube really oh, great yeah, bands definitely, and yeah. watch it, and that's good mm-hmm. enough for me? I think that that is a big change. Yeah, I mean, or even just listen to them. But right. like, so Especially that, in terms of expectations of quality. Yeah. Like when I watch a YouTube band and they're playing a show in, I don't know, Seattle, Denver, you're like, these guys are talented. They're really good. The sound yeah. mixing is fantastic. And it's like, and then I go to a local show. The equipment sucks. The mix is terrible. The talent's questionable. Yeah. Like, why would I not just stay at home and well, watch YouTube? And a lot of live shows too. They, they, uh, like, if you go watch, I don't know, somebody's DVD, you go watch Def Leppard's DVD. That was remixed and they punched in tracks and they sure added samples and yeah. they redid like 80% of it from what the actual show was. Right. So you I mean, you don't know that, but yeah, you know, the but they person. do that, right. yeah, right. So it that makes it like unrealistic for what a real show is, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that going into what I think now is a growing, I mean, Tri Cities is growing, but there's there's people that want to see music. It's just like there's some barrier that I haven't figured out yet about how people hear about it and how people connect with wanting to go to a show. Sure, because there's something special about live music, even if it's the talent's not that great and the the mix is terrible or like there's just something about somebody with a drum kit in a room and a guitar amp in a room or whatever instruments it is. Yeah. There's something special about it that people know 
like I can go listen to a bad band and be and still enjoy it. Yeah, inspired. Yeah. Maybe not enjoy it, but inspired. <laughs> yeah, just because there's something special there that you don't get from an album. And, and uh, it's funny we've been a part of uh, several attempts to do that here, and we're still trying to figure it out. Like you said, yeah. Because um, when we first launched the theater, we had a relationship with Bucks. Uh, it was a component of And Yet, and they brought in some really great bands. In fact, like the so band Joseph, um, it was like went on to be like had a huge hit, and is probably way too big for us now. But they came yeah. and played here. We have a back wall. Um, that has uh, a list. Uh, anybody that comes and plays at the theater, uh, they get a little Sharpie marker and write their name on the on the back wall, which is kind of a fun, kind of cool thing. And there's some really great bands that have come through the mm. doors of this place. Um, and then you even hosted uh, last summer with Dar Next Door a sound series, Uptown Sound Series, through the theater um, and through uh, her her thing, and had some had some cool shows come through. Some of them were you know well attended. Some of them were questionably attended. It's it's yeah. tough man yeah it's, it's back and forth we had a like a jazz i don't want to say jazz fusion but that's what most people would know it as it's like jazz heavy jazz i don't know anyways a jazz band come through that had 75 people and it was a, if you've ever been to sunday morning with 75 people in it you're about <laughs> to walk out because it feels like yeah is this place even gonna last yeah that's a snow day for us and you're like oh boy oh man yeah i'm yeah. Anyways. And imagine a room with no chairs. Yep. Yeah. And, or ten uh, chairs. A yeah. Capacity of four hundred, you know, people or whatever, and then seventy-five people show up, and you're and, like, I don't know where to stand. And that band, Polyrhythmics, was so good. They were nuts. Yeah. And then, the last show of that was um, Pigs on a Wing, which is a Pink Floyd cover band. Who was like, they were super good. They're super talented. But again, it's a cover band. I mean, you know, they did a very good job of being themselves but still being so true to pink floyd but they had like 400 people in there and it was packed <laughs> so like that tells you something too about the tri-cities yeah we love our cover bands we love our chain restaurants yep uh yeah it's interesting to be a part of trying to change that scene a little bit and uh yeah and i don't know if that's just like people not having faith that like change can happen and be good um, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's like, I mean, everybody struggles with any kind of change, but it's like, can you not just like, just type into YouTube, like Kendrick Lamar and see if you like it. Like maybe I'll try some hip hop. Maybe yeah. I'll see. And the hard part for us too, like we're in this weird, I'll just be honest with everybody listening to this podcast. Like we're, we're, uh, we're church. Like that's our, that's the goal of yeah, this thing. Yeah. Right. So uh, we have this amazing resource as a theater. We know we want to be a part of the cultural scene at in the Tri-Cities. We want to be a beneficial presence. We want to host, we want to facilitate good bands to come in and play and good shows. Um, yeah, and we really have a low bar. Like, we don't be like, we're we're not like, hey, you can't use that kind of language or play that kind of music. Yeah, we, we have no restrictions on that. We're like, we don't care. You and, know that, what I mean? and that goes back to what we were talking about 20 minutes ago or whatever about the, uh, that mean me and you were cynical but we still see like oh there's a good aspect to this like yeah you can say bitch a million times but it's like well th is there still some like maybe not and maybe that's where we yeah we've, get, turn them down. we've gotten bit in the butt from that a couple of times on, on some you know but on, so many times whatever but there is some good and there's i mean there's so much yeah music wise or like 
just heart wise or whatever. And we know that for us, music is one component of it. In fact, we probably make more money. Well, definitely we do on theater 100%. stuff and rather events, other events than this. We know we're not going to make money. I don't know anybody that would buy this place and make it in a music scene at this point. Like it would just be, I just yeah, feel if like they a just, of money. <laughs> if they just did music, it'd be, it'd be a bummer deal. But it, heart, I don't yeah. know how you'd make it work, but you, you could try, go for it. But, um, yeah, but we're in a unique position where, um, you know, we we use it for what we need it for, and then the other six days of the week, which we, when you want to really try and uh, help out the arts and culture scene in the Tri Cities through all kinds of different things, and uh, yeah, what what are you excited about for the next twelve months, six months outlook in terms of the theater usage? I uh, have trouble keeping track of week by week. Um, sometimes <laughs> with how busy we get, um, it, it I, what would yeah, you guess? I mean, how many, how many weekends a year is this being used at this point? Um, oh, we have, so if you count everything that does not have East Lake's name on it, yeah, we have two events a week that does not have East Lake's name on it. Yeah. Some weeks we don't have anything. But and I don't want you to think that we're raking in the millions because of it. Some of those events are like totally free. cheap or free. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's it's hey, Young Life wants to come in and use this. Uh, the board game group, Eighth uh, uh, LD. I mean, all these kind of people. Yeah. It's it's if we don't fill it, it's like well, let's try to get it filled with somebody just so we have some foot traffic of people. Right. We we like people through the door. So yeah. Anyways, so I just wanted to make sure that people didn't think we were pocketing millions. That would be nice, but yeah, we'd have more than two staff members. We if probably we were would pocketing millions. Yeah. Yeah. We, so anyway, this, this so wouldn't be a, this would be like a cigar lounge and not just like not a mo- meat locker. Not it's water dripping. Today. Yeah, <laughs> on my head, but it's not raining for three days. <laughs> this light bulb's actually gonna fall out. Look at that. Oh yeah, it's this is. Anyways, yeah. If only we had an operations guy around here. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Uh, I'm up here like every day, and I never saw that. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, come, uh, sorry, I can't come back to it. What are you excited about? What do you think the future looks like for the Uptown Theater 12 months from now? Give us like a little. Oh, man. 12, 12 months. It's I just don't know. A lot of. Uh, I don't want to say a lot of the same because it's good same, but it's like. It's going to be busy. We know that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of events. There's going to be a lot of nonprofits. There's going to be a lot of fundraisers for a lot of cool things happening in the mm-hmm. Tri-Cities. Um, We're trying to do more band stuff. Like, I mean, that's been a conversation that you and I have had. Since. Yeah. Since really before I worked here um, with yeah. Chris, but because we think music's so questionable and, and yeah. Weird, and so. I was going to say, I mean, anybody that goes to church or grew up in church knows just music is a special thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, every Sunday you're going to listen to music, even if you hate music, there's, you know, yeah, there's something special about it. Anyways, that's me too. But the, um, the theater, it's yeah, we're, we're doing more plays than we have in the past since two years ago, which is exciting. We have some, we have two musical theater. They call um, me musical theater. Yep. Yeah, MCMT is doing two shows. I can't actually. I don't even think they've announced either of them yet. So, oh, we might have to edit that out. <laughs> Just kidding. No, Just, no, you they, know they, keep, they they're doing they know yeah, they're, we know it, that what they're it, yeah. they're doing stuff. I mean they're really um we want you to come and support, not because we make any more money on this, but we think that you should come be exposed to cool, great theater and great music, and we want to be a part. We want to be a trusted curator of good quality stuff for you. Um so anyways, what's the best way for people to keep track and tabs of what's happening at the F Town Theater? 
other than syncing up to our Google Calendar and knowing what's coming That's up. That's the best way to Honestly, do it. Honestly, I know. Um, but, like, events that yeah, they could come to, right? Fa- Facebook, we always try to post. I mean, you know, one, two-man, three-man team at Eastlake, so it's sometimes that gets left out. If they're not doing their own advertising, which is what we try to do is help them do it, and then we promote their advertising. Through Uptown Facebook. Theater Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, we got an. We're gonna start doing ads in Tumbleweird for the Uptown Theater, highlighting events happening in in here. So yeah, on the twentieth, you'll be able to see our calendar on Tumbleweird. Check those out. So cool, man. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. Great, great work on the theater stuff, and thanks for updating people just to kind of give them a heads up, especially people who are like maybe didn't even know they just come to the church and know that we have a theater but don't know how busy it is or what what it looks like or why why we even take on a project like this um i think it's been a very unique thing for our church i think everybody people who come and are really skeptical about church hear about the vision for why the theater operates the way that it does and actually go oh that's cool like good for you guys for figuring out another option uh for it and i'm pumped to be part of it i know it it sometimes is an inconvenience uh for us coming in on sunday mornings and having like glitter from a quinceanera the night before um what was actually in the early childhood this weekend after that show the fashion show oh i I can't even they use the early childhood i can't even and it was like anti-chafe powder (laughs) for a fashion show it was it was pretty bad but uh so sorry about work. that, volunteers. We made it yeah. work. You know what I mean? Uh, thanks to the volunteers who put up with stuff not being in place, it would be a lot easier to just come in uh, every week and everything's in the same spot you left it last week. Um, but uh, thanks for valuing uh, the the community resource, resource part of the theater uh, and making that thing work. So, yeah. Uh, good. Uh, got anything interesting for us to be able to share? I, I, I'll start if you if you want us to if you want me to do that. Yeah, you do. It okay. First. Um, so uh, my wife and I are going to be doing a uh, little Lent devotional thing um, coming up. Lent starts the forty days leading up to Easter. Easter's in April this year. Um, so the end of this month, February twenty sixth, I think is the first day of Lent. So twenty fifth. Don't quote me on that. But um, and my wife and I found a great little uh, like a devotional, but that sounds like kind of cheeseball. But it's it's really good by. Uh, a woman named Erin Moon. Erin uh, the Edge Moon is her name on the podcast that we listen to. And it's a kind of a 40-day thing on Ecclesiastes. A fun, great... I, I haven't even seen... I, I should say. I haven't even seen the content of it. I trust Erin. Uh, and I also love Ecclesiastes. And so um, I'll be posting some of that on my social media if you want to follow along there and tag along uh, with that. If you're looking for something to do uh, to lead up to that, um, that would be awesome. I can't remember the name of the actual curriculum right now, but I, I will pass that along. So, got anything for us? Any ba- any anything you're listening to, watching? What was the last ex- exciting? So the album that got me into hip hop, which I hated hip hop. Yeah, I bet everybody listening to this hates hip hop. This is good. I like it. Go for it. Here you go. Is it was a huge album, one like best album of the year, but I. I bet a lot of you guys missed it. You should listen to To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. Which Kamasi Washington played saxophone on it. Thundercat played bass. And there's so many good songs. The first four songs on that was like, oh, this is this is why this genre of music is still here. This yeah. is like crazy. Good. Good. So listen to that. All and right. then come and complain to me when I want to hear your thoughts. Listen, I'm not into country. 
you just mentioned you're not into mm-hmm. hip hop typically. Um, I'm not into country, but I am going to be attempting to purchase tickets for uh, the Pendleton Whiskey River Music Festival this weekend. Oh yeah, um, Friday they go on sale at 10 a.m. and uh, Eric Church is playing uh, along with Macklemore. I mean that's why we're going. But like just an outdoor show that we we've never been to that. Uh, we missed Post Malone last year, and uh, you were going to go see Post Malone. I maybe I don't know. I like him. He sounds right. good. Yeah, that's He's got crazy. a great voice. Catchy songs. Anyways. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. We will be back next week with Mallory and continue talking more about our series, Greener Pastures, week three this Sunday. We'd love to have you for either of those services, 930 and 11. Uh, Other than that, have a great week, guys. Yeah. Talk to you later. See ya.